Hey everyone, welcome back to the podcast. So today's episode was a really good, interesting conversation that I had with Sean Casey. Like I say in the conversation, some of you who might not know who Sean Casey is, you just think you don't know who Sean Casey is, but you actually do because Sean will definitely, if you're anyway interested in health, fitness, he'll, he will have come up on your newsfeed. He'll have come up on your For You page because he's even come up on some of my group WhatsApps. And his videos are all about educating people about the simplicity of losing weight and how you just need to put healthy habits in place and you don't have to do ridiculous things to reach your goals. Kind of a lot of what basically what I would talk about also. Anyway, a little bit about Sean. In He, st- he posted his very first video and he'll talk about this himself in May 2020. He was only just qualifying as a PT back then I don't even think he he was at that stage he posted his first video he had been through his own personal transformation and he started posting on social media about health about fitness about fat loss and his following started to grow and he realized he was onto something he now stands at having 850,000 Instagram followers 2.4 million um TikTok followers he has three recipe ebooks which are fantastic check them out on his website and um, which are really simple ideas that are doable for anyone and such such a great idea to it, the simplicity is what I love in these recipes then on top of that he is a personal trainer he has his online coaching business called the Sean Casey Academy but then he has also expanded his business to now help other personal trainers and other business owners not just personal trainers to build their own social media which is such an important part of being I was going to say being an online business, being any type of business nowadays, social media is your main form of marketing. And that's been a huge change. Um, He is only 23 years old and he has achieved these three really successful businesses all by just being himself. And what strikes me so much about Sean is that is just how authentic he is. He is 100% himself and it really shines through and you'll notice it in the conversation Um, and the simplicity of his approach and I mean that in a very positive way that you know his videos are easy to follow there's a nice simple message in it that people think they know but they're not doing and it's amazing and like I said the the recipes are really simple easy to follow recipes and he has just achieved so much at such a young age so we talk about what has got him from that young guy in 2020 to this business owner with three successful businesses and everything in between. And we talk about his coaching philosophy and we talk about long-term habits and accountability. We talk about nutrition. We talk about everything. It's a really, really great conversation. And I hope you enjoy it as much as I did. And without further ado, on to the episode. Hi, Sean. Welcome to the podcast. Kate, thanks very much for having me on. You got there. I was just saying to you before we started recording, I would have completely forgot. I'm I'm awful for that recently. I have so much on that I'm like, fuck, you tax me. And I was like, shit, I have that. But we're we're here now. Five minutes late, but we got there. I'm such a mom. I like no matter what kind of thing I've on, I'll always text the person ahead and be like, Oh, don't forget. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um so for anyone listening who thinks that they don't know Sean, you just actually think you don't know Sean. But you actually do, because if you're at all interested in health, fitness and fat loss, anything like that, he will have popped up on your Instagram or your TikTok feed for sure. And you've actually popped up in my a couple of my um, WhatsApp groups as well, Mm -hmm. being like, oh, check out this video. And I'm like, oh, I know him. (laughs) I'm in loads of WhatsApp groups. That's what I always get. People like, oh, did you know that you're you're in our WhatsApp group? Like everyone's talking about you in it, but it's mad. I started... um, May 2020 is when I started posting. That's when everyone was in lockdown. And um, I was still at university, had no idea what I wanted to do with my life. But I'd got into, well, firstly, even before that, I'd, I'd gained a bit of weight. And there was so much misinformation surrounding how to actually lose weight. It was like this big mystery my whole life. How does fat loss actually occur? And then eventually I started becoming aware of the evidence, the principles of fat loss, things like that. And then on my own body transformation. And then I was going through a, a bit of a transformation mentally as well with like trying to do something with my life that wasn't just partying all the time I was starting to read a bit and then naturally the the sort of progression was to start creating content then I, f- I first posted a, a YouTube video in May 2020 that's when I started to post a YouTube video titled how to lose fat and then 
from there, started posting on TikTok, seen the potential of short form content. Um, after a few months, it was up to like 10,000 followers. Like, oh, there's something in this. And then I started my one-on-one in-person coaching business, uh, one-on-one in- online coaching business. And then soon after, everything else came with the academy, the recipe books, the social circle. And it's all just been a bit mad from them. But it just started with wanting to simplify fat loss for people. I'm wanting to show people, look, it's not as complicated as it's made out to be. It's like, these are the principles. You, this is how you stick to them. And then I, I just really enjoy that. I really enjoy educating people and trying to try and show them the truth. Of, like Because I feel like the fitness industry in general has always been there to profit off people. And oftentimes that profit is done through confusion. If we can confuse these people how fat loss actually works then they'll think that they need to buy our product they need to buy our service whereas i want to what i want to do is educate people on the principles and then allow them to find their their own methods yeah okay so there's loads here that i want to unpack um first of all i suppose what for anyone who who doesn't really know what it is that you do what what are your businesses what where are you at now let's say yeah fuck I, I it depends who's asking like i don't even know what i do um i have right so technically speaking when you boil it all down to the surface originally i'm a personal trainer that's what i am so i done personal training in person and then personal training online and then i do personal training group coaching but it's um oftentimes when you think of a personal trainer it's like uh, a personal trainer in the gym helping you with exercises whereas i have i help people massively with workout plans and things like that but my main focus is actually on nutrition relationship with food and the, the mental side of uh weight loss so that's the, the what i enjoy doing the most is that that's sort of working on people with their relationship with food giving them education and that so i, th- I think first and f- uh, foremost i'm a personal trainer but i've got all of these other businesses that stemmed off and so that's where how everything started and then if we go in order uh so it was personal training uh in person online now through a group setting and soon to be through an app that i'm creating as well and then the next one was the recipe book so it says on the front page of all of my recipe books i am not a chef because i'm definitely not i'm far from it but what i believe in doing is making simple food that people actually know how to make that that tastes really really good that's low calorie high protein can meet in can uh, fit in with people's goals so personal trainer and someone that is not a chef but has recipe books and then um a social media mentor or social media coach uh, i've done that on a one-on-one basis and then through the social circle as well i do that on a group basis i help people grow and scale their social medias and the results from that have been absolutely insane so personal trainer um social media poster sort of half chef that's not a chef and just, i don't know mentor it's fucking i don't even know kid to be honest it's it's all these mod it's just, everything's just sort of sort of stem but it all i suppose it comes back to personal training on social media yeah, so you have your your academy. Am I right? That's mm-hmm. your personal training, your online yeah. group coaching, and you don't yeah. do one to one online. It's just group coaching now. No, just group coaching. Yeah, and you're in the process then of putting together an app. Will that be to replace the group coaching, or will it be like as well as? It will be to replace the group coaching. So at the minute I have my academy. Evan Daly has his version of the academy. It's called the community. And we are going to be joining forces and um, coming together to create this app. And obviously both of our, both originally it'll start with both of our groups forming together. And then we're going to open it to the public and hopefully take on thousands and thousands of people. So really, really excited for that. It's came to sort of intuition over the past, uh, the past few months is when we sort of formed the idea for it. I've seen the potential in the app. I've seen the potential. Like when I done my recent launch my launch sold out in like 20 minutes and when i closed it down there was still like five people coming in per minute so that's like literally if i had kept it open there's thousands of people more that would have joined so there's thousands of people that want to work with me that didn't have the opportunity to so i feel like i'm doing a disservice if i don't have something that can cater for a larger amount of people and help a larger amount and i wanted to join forces with evan because evan was actually one of my first one-on-one uh, business and social media clients i helped him grow in social media i helped him build his business and he's done extremely well we're, we're aligned on everything to do with fitness uh, we often host our zoom calls together so it was nice to be able to bring someone like that in and i was like right let's let's do this together so that is the the rough plan but it will be replacing what we both currently have that is so exciting and to get um a business partner going forward as you're taking this so much bigger will make it just i suppose that little bit more enjoyable that you have someone Mm -hmm. to you can lean on each other and yeah that's the thing with um that's the thing with our business is that oftentimes people are all like, oh, I want to go fully online. I want to do this and that. But what you don't take into account is it can be a very lonely job, even though you're this personal trainer that has all these followers on social media. 
oftentimes you're just sitting in your room on your computer or on your phone replying to people you're not actually having that real world connection so i think working as part of a team and working with other people is going to be something that i'm really looking forward to yeah no definitely that like that just be so exciting and um it'll be great to just see how it grows as well Mm -hmm. but in relation to your appeal in general this you went from did you say march 2020 May 2020. Yeah. May 2020, you posted your first video and it has literally snowballed since then. Yeah. So what I find fascinating about you is the simplicity of it all. And I mean that as, as, as a very good thing that, you know, your videos are very, you know, straight to the point. Mm-hmm. You're giving the information. There's nothing fancy. There's nothing too much going on. It's just like this is good quality information. You're really mm-hmm. honest. And even, you know, I mean, obviously, I know you through the so the social circle as I'm a member of the social circle, which we'll talk about in a few minutes. But um, everything's nice and casual. Everything's delivered really well. And it's just really, really authentic. And it really shines through. And um, I just think that's really good. Yeah, yeah. I think oftentimes, especially with personal trainers and things like that, they're trying to put themselves on a level above people to try and make out in their videos that they know something that the average person don't. So when they're talking about different things to do with fitness, fat loss, etc., they'll talk about it in a really complex way that actually makes them think, seem superior to other people. They're like, oh, I know all these fancy words and I know this way of explaining things that you just wouldn't get. Whereas what I like to do is understand all of that and learn from the best of the best but then portray that information in a really simplistic way that absolutely everyone will understand and I think that that's why people connect with me and I'm also just like the way that I talk on podcasts the way that I talk in person the way I talk in socials it's it's identical across the board I'm not trying to break be anyone that I'm that I'm not whereas I feel like on social media oftentimes people are putting on this persona and they're acting completely different whereas I just act the same and I think people will really relate to that because I'm just literally a normal person and like i swear on my videos i'm very laid back um i'm have dry humor so i think people just relate to that because they're crying out for realness from years and years of people posting on socials and just being fake as fuck like you can just tell looking at someone's social media like there's no way that's how you get on in person so no matter like i've grew like ridiculous amount of followers like across tiktok and uh, instagram and facebook i've got like over like three point something million i don't even know like a, a ridiculous amount of million but i'm still the ex- if you look at my very first video it's the exact same way that i get on obviously i've just got a bit more confident on camera and things like that but everything's remained the same throughout and that's something that i pride myself in massively yeah i was just looking at your social media there last night when i was researching for the uh for this conversation um so your instagram is eight hundred and fifty thousand followers mm-hmm. a minute your yeah. TikTok 2.4 million. I didn't look at your Facebook actually. I just looked at Instagram and TikTok. Mm-hmm. Um like it's absolutely phenomenal. Um and I do think it's very much that people can see themselves in you because you're so authentic because you're so yourself. And I like that you say your videos haven't changed as you've gotten better obviously because repetition practice makes perfect and all that. But that your message is still very much the same and your way mm-hmm. you haven't changed how you do things because you do it as you are personally you're like you show your personality through it um your client base so do you work are the majority of your clients you know young guys like yourself or do you have like a mix of everyone very um very rarely will it be just young guys like myself the majority of my clients are between sort of 30 and 60 that's like the the people that i appeal to is sort of yo-yo dieters because that's what all my content is about it's about sustainable fat loss it's about simplifying fat loss and the majority of people that are interested in that are between like 30 and 60 don't get me wrong there's people in my academy that have goals to build muscle and build an impressive physique that are like younger and even that want to gain weight but the majority come in for weight loss and it is sort of that 30 to to 60 age range is the, the majority that i work with that's so interesting because I would have thought, you know, that it would be lots of guys in their 20s that maybe are not confident in the gym and want to lose weight. No, that's... not at all. No, not at all. And it's really. the same with Evans clamp based too. It's it's sustainable fat loss and it's trying to it's trying to break cycle and re-educate the, the harm that's been taught to people from their no age. Like there's people coming into my academy at 40 years old that have never even known what 
calories are and they've been bouncing from diet to diet and torching themselves their whole life and losing weight and then regaining it and then when they come in they're like oh it doesn't have to be this awful thing it can be a, a sustainable approach and then oftentimes it's the even for people that know what they're doing it's the education around uh, mindset and imperfection and understanding that you're not going to be perfect all the time but then saying oh i can go on this whole day oh i can go over my calories in this day but it, it's there's there's layers deep it's not just about giving people a calorie goal and saying i'll oh, work away it's being able to educate them right what happens when you go off track what happens when you eat this it's like there's so many layers to it and that's something that i look to do and that's why i really really enjoy helping people with the relationship with food the relationship with exercise and the relationship with themselves that's probably what i get the most uh fulfillment out of yeah and so what so obviously then in your group coaching you're giving calories what kind of habits and practices do you get your clients like what do you prioritize what are your principles what is most important in your opinion to get your client to success i suppose and sustainable i think it's going to be different for absolutely every client you need to take an individualized approach like some client might join me and you can tell by their mindset that they've maybe trained a bit in the past they're trying to get back into it and they're ready to go all in doing 12,000 steps a day tracking all their calories doing four or five sessions a week if you give that if you told that client not to exercise at the start and just focus on their steps and their calories would be like what the fuck is this whereas there's clients that come to you and they've been trying lots of things their whole life they're getting a bit overwhelmed and they don't know where to start and then you're like right let's maybe start with focusing on our protein goal I'm focusing on some steps so I take an individualized approach for each client but as a whole I'm a big advocate of um education around calories firstly and then once we have education around calories protein why that's important then trying to gradually build other nutritional habits that make uh that make our calories easier to stick to and make us feel good because it's most important to feel good so while this is as simple as calories in calories out the foods that we eat are going to have a direct impact on our satiation levels our energy levels and how we feel in general so i'm a big advocate of getting people to try and prioritize nutrient-dense foods plenty of fruit plenty of veg uh varied that but again it's it's all people's starting point like if someone comes to me and they've, they've no education at all on, on calories or anything like that and i'm like right here's what you need to do you need a calorie goal a protein goal a fiber goal you need to be eating this much veg this much fruit and only these lean cuts of protein and it's like just information overload so I'm very much uh, a fan of meeting people where they're at, but of course, we the goal should be to gradually build healthy habits over time, gradually get the nutrition a bit more dialed in, but then at the same time, still allow people to have a life, still allow people to understand, oh, I can have a chocolate bar at the uh, once, oh, I can have a chocolate bar every day and it's not going to throw me off my goals. So it's about meeting people where they're at, they're at and then slowly building habits. And I think one of the most important things for weight loss maintenance, I, I often educate people on my social media and in my academy that exercise is not going to cause you to gain good lose weight if you're not controlling the amount of calories that you're eating but in terms of habits that i encourage i'm a massive fan of exercise massive fan of resistance training massive fan of cardio when we're doing it for the right reasons so ideally a client comes to me and i meet them where they're at and we slowly build habits but then eventually they've get to got to a stage where they've met their goal weight they're maintaining their weight and they're focusing on something else whether that's cardio whether that's lifting weights whether that's getting stronger so there's so many layers to this and so much i could talk about about what i want people to do what exercise I want people to do what foods i want them to eat but i'm very much like let's see where you're at calories and protein are going to be always most important for actually achieving your goal and then exercise is used for this and then just gradually building things gradually building things but then as i said at the start there could be someone coming to the academy and we're doing everything straight away because i think that they're ready for that but i think it's super important to take an individualized approach for everyone just like there's no one best that there's no one best exercise program it's about figuring out where your clients are currently at and then and then bringing them and trying to get them to be slightly better do you find that easy enough to manage in a group coaching setting especially with the numbers that you have yeah like so with the group coaching you get all the benefits of one-on-one -on -one coaching but you just need to be proactive and you need to be reaching out to me there's people that will join the group coaching satin and they'll sort of fall into the background because they're not messaging me like my group coaching it isn't case like you have a group coaching and you get um a group zoom call a week but then no access to me i reply to every single facebook post myself i reply to every single message myself um and that was a bit hectic the first few weeks after the launch like i was literally on my phone all day but i pride myself in the fact that if people are reaching out to me i will i will figure out what's right for them but of course in the group setting if you're not being proactive and you're not someone that is reaching out to me 
it can be easy to not know where you're at but again you have all the education there you'll have all the videos to work through so if you're utilizing the academy and the group setting to the full like you're to you making use of every single feature i'm gonna like i know all the clients that make use of every single feature i know what their goals are i know a clear roadmap that i have for them i'm like oh there's john he's running marathons we're gonna get john improving his marathon time sitting in maintenance phase he wants to build muscle too but then you could have someone else where it's like right we're just going to be focusing on steps and then we're going to we just need to actually not track calories we need to move away from that like i've got uh i've got a client that doesn't track calories and our only focus is getting our gym sessions in and meeting a protein goal because that's that's where she's at so yeah it's it's super easy to it's not easy but uh, i can't keep track of everyone but as long as they're being proactive and, and reaching out to me yeah, I think that accountability part is so important and it's a really important thing for people to understand before they sign up and invest in a program. Like, And it's the same with my own program that um, you the, the person needs to check in and it's to try and get rid of that all or nothing mindset, which, you know, the, and the amount of women that I work with that think if they're not doing something perfectly, then there's no point in doing it at all and the women mm-hmm. that I work with most of them have a few kids a busy career they have really busy lives they've forgotten how to find time for themselves they don't even know where to start so then when they're throwing in this situation where they're trying to eat perfectly exercise perfectly do everything perfectly it's like just to drop that absolute bullshit of that actually being a thing is yeah, it can be a huge mindset shift like too many people have an on or off switch to think that when they start this diet they're on and then as soon as they do something that is not in line with what their diet or training routine states like if they go over their calories or if they eat a food that they consider bad or they miss a workout that's the off switch so they've just went from on to off they think that once they've hit this off switch they're off track so they may as well continue to stay off track say if it's a thursday they miss a session or they go over their calories oh i'm off track now I may as well make the most of being off track since I'm already off track. But what I like to do is educate people on the numbers and what it actually means. There is no such thing as on track or off track. If we go over our calories on a given day, our body just knows that we've had a bit too many calories. Let's say, for example, our maintenance is around 2,500 calories. We're eating 2,000 calories per day. If we go over our calories by 400 and that day, 2,400, we're still in a deficit. We're still making progress. Even if we go over our calories by 2,000 and that day, if we stick to our calories the rest of the day, we're still going to make progress on that week. And I also like to educate people on the numbers. There's around 3,500 calories in a pound of fat. So that's how much you'd have to eat above your maintenance in order to um, gain a pound of fat. So say when you go a few hundred or even a few thousand over your calories you haven't messed up everything what actually ruins your progress is the reaction to that so it's never going over your calories on a day it's never eating a certain food it's never missing a session but it's the reaction to that so since you had that chocolate bar since you went out for that meal out you think that you've ruined everything so then your reaction to that is to binge all weekend eat thousands of calories not do any of your other things like steps workouts and that's when progress is actually lost so what i like to do is educate people it's never the one thing but it's your reaction. See, if you have that day where you go off track, eat a bit too much calories, which everyone has, as long as you react to that by just going back to normal, not trying to restrict yourself, everything will be perfect. But it's people don't understand it's the one thing that causes the reaction, but it's actually the reaction. But they think, oh, I'm not making any progress because I had a chocolate bar. And it's like, no, it's not because you had a chocolate bar. It's because as a result of eating that chocolate bar, you went on a binge all weekend because you thought you ruined your full diet. So once you can understand this and rewire your mindset, so you know how to react when you do have these moments of imperfection, days, meals, sessions, missed, as long as you just get back to it straight away, it's you're still going to make progress. Yeah, it's to get rid of that downward spiral and to kind of look at it long term. Like even I know you're saying to say one day they've gone over, but even if they end up having a shit week, mm. the whole week, like it doesn't mean, you know, the amount of women that I'd, I would be working with that might have just had a really shit week. There was loads of stuff on in, in the, sorry, in their opinions, a shit week and they think they've ruined the whole program. Yeah. Just, okay. It, the, just draw a line under it. Step forward. Let's move forward and think about it in the long term. There's no point in giving up on yourself and your goals because you've had a bad week or two weeks or whatever. That think about it. The time goes by anyway. We might as well be working slowly. Yeah. And sometimes it takes that bit of time, I think, to practice being able to stay in a calorie deficit. Yeah. And you like what people need to realize as well is there's going to be periods in your life for, for various different reasons where you just don't stay on track. For example, Christmas, no one loses weight over Christmas. Everyone gains a bit of weight over Christmas. You might have birthdays, holidays, you might have work stress where it's going to be multiple days or even weeks where you consider yourself to be off track. But what you need to understand is life happens. You're not going to have a clear run all the time. There is going to be like there's more important things in your health and fitness goals sometimes, but 
in the long, long run, your health is the most important thing. So sometimes in the short term, you're super stressed with work and you go off track. You don't want to beat yourself up about that. You might have someone in your family that's sick, etc. We need to we need to have empathy as coaches and understanding for people's situations, but then also give them the education that look, you literally cannot fuck this up as long as you just get back on track. There's no way that you can fuck up your fitness goals because it's a lifelong thing. The only way that you can mess it up is if you give up altogether. So even if you do have these days or weeks or even months, like someone someone said to me, like I run my um I run my academy in challenges. The challenge is just a nice way to encourage people to get them in, but it's nothing to do with it. I say six-week challenge. I don't give a fuck what you look like at the end of the six weeks. It's six weeks to build healthy habits for the rest of your life. So, so we're like five weeks into the challenge and someone was sending me like, oh, like I've, I've ruined this challenge. I'm going to like start fresh, start fresh in the next challenge. We're like, no, start fresh now, week five for week six. And then because it is the rest of your life, the challenge is irrelevant. The challenge part is irrelevant. It just gets people in the door and gives them like a bit of prize money and stuff to work towards but like this is habits for the rest of your life so if you have months off track as long as you get back to it you'll be sweet i had years of my life off track i had years of my life where i was partying drinking like three four times a week at uni not going to the gym not exercise not paying attention to literally anything and now i'm a full-time personal trainer this is literally my job after years off track so when you have a week or a few days it literally makes no difference yeah that's such a good point and the I think we need to get rid of this instant gratification, you know, and it's so annoying because it's all over social media. And this is why I love your social media so much as well, because it keeps it real. But the amount of shit out there of, oh, fast abs, fast fat loss, you know, with women that will come to me and be like, oh, I've got a wedding in four weeks. I want to lose a stone. I'm, you know, and I'm kind of like we can get healthy habits. We can get a few pounds down, but, you know, we need to people need to realize that long-term sustainable fat loss it takes time and it doesn't Mm -hmm. have to be restrictive and you just need to do something do something every day and whatever that means to you and like to someone who's been training a while they might be able to get all these habits really in line quite quickly um but that doesn't necessarily mean they're going to make much more progress if someone is is brand new and they just start walking every day and eating less processed food can make as much progress so it is all relative very much to the person but we just have to get rid of these short term goals i just mm-hmm. i don't believe in them and i think they're just so harmful yeah everyone, everyone for some reason it's weddings weddings is the main one everyone always comes to you i've got a wedding and like three days can i lose two stone here it's like no like if we want to like no one gives a fuck what you look at, at the, like at the wedding apart from yourself and like if we want to lose weight or get in shape for a certain event i think it's good to have things to work towards but four weeks out is literally useless like it's like yes we're going to start to build the habits but if you want to make a transformation for a wedding or for a holiday you need to be starting like six months out and do this slow and steady because even if you've done some sort of six week unsustainable program oftentimes if you made a bit of progress it wouldn't not your you're not never going to make that much noticeable progress in six weeks and then oftentimes you're in your relationship with food you end up binging and regaining more of the weight so anything that you do that isn't sustainable or doesn't feel like you could do it in the long term is literally pointless now on the other end of the spectrum sometimes we have to do things that are slightly unsustainable technically speaking a calorie deficit is unsustainable if we stayed in a calorie deficit forever we would literally die so we do have to go through some periods of time especially the longer that we're in a deficit of being a bit hungry like you're going to be hungry in a deficit there's no getting around that you can use strategies but you're going to be a bit hungry you might be a bit low in energy but understand that once we get through this fat loss phase then we build calories up the opposite direction and that is just a a short-term thing but again uh, there's a happy medium and this is why it's important to communicate with a coach or someone that's a professional knows what they're at because sometimes it gets to a stage where the negatives outweigh the positives and you're trying to lose that last few pound and you have to give up all the things that make you happy you're constantly hungry you're stressed you're always thinking about your next meal and in that case it's not worth worth losing that extra few pounds but then we need to be real realistic as well when we are given someone a fat loss goal and say look this is going to be difficult even though that we can it is simple the principle of it it is difficult you will be hungry you will be low on energy some days but then we build up the opposite direction once we we get over but it's about striking that balance as well yeah and i think that the what you're saying the point about being hungry i think very much depends i think if you're talking about someone who is near their end goal let's say they want to be super lean for a holiday or a wedding or whatever but i think someone at the beginning of their journey that let's say has four stone mm. of fat to lose i don't think they need to be hungry at that stage of the journey I no, think it's so easy to create a yeah. slight de- deficit with plenty of food but mm. then i think for someone at that stage of their journey the actual habit changes can be hard you know it's the yeah. switching no, off oftentimes people are are fuller more full at the start 
because they are making better food decisions, they're prioritizing protein, they're prioritizing veg. So if we've got a lot of weight to lose, the weight can drop off a bit faster at the start and you might not necessarily be that hungry, but this almost uh, creates a false sense of security sometimes where when people are, are they have lost two stone and then they're trying to lose that bit extra and like, oh, I'm hungry now. Oh, I have to do take, uh, I do have to take calories a bit lower. And if we want to get to, like for, to get to point A to point B, the first stage of the journey, like, I, I use the analogy of imagine you have a, a toothpaste like a, a tube of toothpaste when you're squeezing it out at the start it's quite easy it's coming out it's it's no hassle but when you're down to that last little bit you have to roll it up and get all of that the tiny bit but out so it gradually gets harder fat loss gradually get does get harder but definitely at the start we can go through periods of not being hungry but it's not it doesn't mean you're doing anything wrong just because you are a bit hungry in between meals and things like that there's always going to be a slight bit of it that's true. And to be honest, I'm probably a person who like I panic if I'm hungry. I like to kind of know where my next meal is coming from. Mm-hmm. But it's funny, just even from my own journey, like at the minute I'd been working with a coach myself and I, I have a holiday in August and I, you know, in my head, I was like, I want to be super lean, shredded for my holiday. And, you know, I didn't have much body fat to lose at all. I just needed to kind of focus a bit on me again. Mm-hmm. And I've been working towards my goal and I got cal- calories quite high, losing body fat, body composition changing and, um, then I got to a stage and my goals kind of changed. And I thought to myself, if I wanted to get as lean as I was looking to get for my holiday, day one of my holiday, and I go and I eat my pizza and my chips or my ice cream or whatever, I'm going to start to bloat. And I, or even by the time I get off the plane and hit the heat, I might start to bloat. And then knowing myself and just, I suppose, having enough self-awareness and enough experience in this, I know that that would make me really unhappy then. And I would not, I would spend my holiday stressing about trying to keep as lean as I had gotten. However, I've gotten to a stage where I feel lean enough. I feel the healthiest. I have the best relationship with food, the best relationship with my body image that I've had in a long time. So I was speaking with my coach and I said, my goals have changed. I'm actually really happy where I am. And I know if I push any further, I won't be happy I'll, I'll undo a lot of this health this mental health and this physical health and I know that very much depends on if someone's at a healthy weight as well but considering that I'm in the healthy weight range and I'm fit I'm strong I was like my goals didn't seem as important anymore I was like it's my health and my mindset is much more important so I think it's important as well for women sorry but talk about myself bringing it back to my point um that it's okay to have an initial goal and for that to change as you go when you actually because you're going to learn a lot along the way and it's okay at some stage to be like, I'm at a healthy weight now. I don't need to be a stick. I don't need to be ripped. I don't need to have abs. You know, that's okay. And to kind of recognize that. And when you when things start to get really hard, be like, do I want it to be this hard? Is it worth it? Like, what is the cost of this? Yeah, and a lot of people don't. A lot of people will just see someone that's like shredded with abs and think, "Oh, I want to look like that." Without, without sort of taking into account what it takes to to get there. Like this summer is the first summer in, in like four years that I haven't get absolutely shredded, and I done it every summer. But then I took a step back and I was like, "I'm always on social media promoting to people and saying that you don't have to get this lean. Why am I doing it?" And the reason that I was doing it is just for the aesthetic of it, just because I wanted to look slightly leaner. But what it actually takes to firstly get that lane and then try and stay that lane all over summer it's like you're constantly thinking about food you're constantly thinking oh, off ate this i'm gonna to have to cut back in calories there and it's just it's not a good way to be whereas at the minute i'm relatively lean i'm not tracking calories i'm eating more or less what i want obviously <clears throat> within reason um and i'm just i'm at a really good place with my training and things like that so i'm like why would i want to get leaner for no one actually gives a fuck if i'm leaner apart from me and especially not with my um social media there's no pressure on me to be lean for my social media because i don't i very rarely post my physique it's not like i haven't built a platform just off being this person that's like dice shredded so i was like i actually don't give a fuck but it was just something in my head that told me oh, i always need to get lean for summer or get like super lean like i know that i'm already lean but just getting that level further i'm like why would i give up all the food and happiness just to to get there yeah, and I think that just needs to be communicated more because I think the last thing the internet needs is another super shredded PT being like, oh, join my program and look like me. And mm-hmm. then you've got, you know, a woman who's got three kids and a full-time job and doesn't have the time or or will want to spend the time to get that lean because that would mean giving up ice cream with their kids or, you mm-hmm. know, bringing their kids out for dinner or, you know, going on, you know, that there are sacrifices that are made. And a lot of what we're looking at on Instagram is unsustainable. And what we're looking at are pictures of people who have dieted for this photo shoot. 
that they're repurposing on their social media over yeah, periods all year. of time that all they don't year. look like that all year. You mm-hmm. know, um, I work in a gym where there's lots of bodybuilders and you see that they're, they're lean coming up to their shows and then they're not lean on, on the off season. And I think that it's not portrayed enough on social media. Yeah, a lot of people, and that's something that uh, the, the average person might not know, but a lot of personal trainers and social media influencers will get lean, get an unsustainable level of lean that there's no way that they can maintain year-round, and then they'll get loads of photos, they'll get photo shoots and different photos, and then they'll just reuse them same photos all year-round when they're have when they super shredded, when they literally don't look like this, because it creates this illusion, no, I look like this all the time, if you sign up with me, you can look like this too, mm-hmm. when it's like, no, that's not how it works, that person literally starved themselves for 16 weeks to look like that and then they're pretending that they look like that all the time no one unless you're some sort of genetic freak can say super super shredded like even if you're on steroids you're not going to say super shredded all year round it's just even if you do it it's a shit quality of life like imagine like just like giving up meals out constantly doing loads of cardio just because you want to earn your food it's it's shit crack like it's no fun at all and the only advantage is how you look so it's purely an ego thing but, it's and again, so that's, unhealthy yeah it's like yeah. so physically unhealthy and it's so mentally unhealthy as well and I think that what we need to realize then apart from obviously the fact that getting that lean is unsustainable no one is do no one is really doing it if they're living a happy life is that um oh geez I lost my train of thought there um oh yeah it's joy you need to find joy in the journey like yeah. and it doesn't mean you don't ha- like it, you need to be kind of process focused you know, your goal can be great. And it is great to have goals. Don't get me wrong. Like I'm all for goal setting, but the goal should be, and you should aim high, you know, whatever your goals are, go for them. Don't think that you can't achieve them, but then you need to find joy in the journey. Mm-hmm. So it's good. And so let it take the time it's going to take. Don't put a time limit on it and just start moving in the right direction. And when shit hits the fan, stop instead of giving up, just stay where you are for a while and hold tight until the storm passes and then keep moving towards your goal. And you'll get there eventually and you'll learn so much about yourself along the way and you'll be happy. And I just think that's far more important. Yeah. And yeah, as cringy as it sounds like it it is true that the cliche that the journey is the journey is the good part. It's not the destination. It's like you need to enjoy the journey because if you're waiting until you get to a destination, until you're happy, you're never going to get there. You could always get a bit leaner. You could always have more money. You could always have more followers. Like for me, I think I like to set like, a lot of people will go the opposite direction. Say, for example, if it's something to do with uh, business and it's like money or following, where there are like some people say followers, money don't matter at all. Other people say that once I have this amount of followers, I'm going to be happy. Once I have this amount of money, I'm going to be happy. If you're logical about it, you'll know that your follower count shows that you're moving in the right direction. You're reaching more people. That's something that you want to strive towards. So it's always important for me that I'm moving in the right direction on that front, the journey. But I'm not like, I need to hit 3 million followers on TikTok, then I'll be happy. Or I need to hit 1 million on Instagram, then I'll be happy. I'm logical on the fact that I want to move in the right direction, but I don't put off my happiness until I get there. It's the same with business. I'm like, I want to make more money than what I made last year. But I also understand that money isn't the thing that makes you happy. And I'm not going to be, once I make X amount of money, then I'm going to be complete and I'm going to be whole, I'm going to be full. But instead of just saying followers don't matter, money don't matter, I understand that they do matter, but I just don't put any emotional attachment on them. It's the same with your weight goals it's like once you get to your um goal weight it isn't going to solve all your problems it's not going to make you happy but if you're you need to lose weight then it's a good success metric to know that yeah i should get to my goal weight that is a good goal to have but just don't put off your happiness or don't think once i get there all my problems are going to be solved so there's nuance to it and there's there's both sides but i think more people need to take a, a logical based approach with with all aspects of their life yeah right let's talk a little bit about the social circle Mm-hmm. Um. So for I suppose this is something that probably a lot of my listeners won't know what is. So do you want to explain a little bit what the social circle is? Yeah. So when I uh when I started posting on social media, I didn't really have a clue how it worked, what the algorithm was, anything like that. And gradually over time, I sort of taught myself this blueprint so that I could apply to my videos and get it to get them to do well consistently. Like if I do this, 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 and this, this is what makes the video do well. And I done that myself. I got to like a million followers and I was like, I could probably help other people do this. And it was just like, it wasn't something that I'd done on purpose at the start. I would have had people that were coming to me for one-on-one fitness coaching. And then they wanted to become a personal trainer. They wanted to post on social media. And I was like, right, I'll help you do that. And then I started getting results 
for every person that I'd done that for. And then I was like, right, I'm going to start one-on-one social media and business coaching. Like that's what it's for. It's not fitness coaching. It's one-on-one business and social media. And every single person that was coming to me for this one-on-one coaching was getting amazing results. And I was like, this blueprint that I applied to myself, uh, I can apply it to other people. And it was the same things that I was telling all of them. Obviously there's like, um, a bit of nuance sometimes people need specific adjustments but the principles always remain the same so it was the same things that i was telling them also i was like what if i could put all of this information into a course and i done the market research i asked my following to say what they wanted originally it was just going to be for personal trainers but i put up a poll and it was like 50 50 with fitness and non-fitness businesses so then i was like right i'll do this for non-fitness businesses as well who so many non-fitness businesses have got amazing results for it because the principles of social media are always the same so i launched in may 2022 um and i launched it originally as a course uh and it was just the social circle you sign up you get the course there's a facebook group but more recently um i've rebranded it as a mentorship so people join the social circle and then it's a monthly subscription after that there's monthly zoom calls there's in-person meetups you have my message and support so as well as the course you can message me ask me questions get me to review your content so it's a full um it's a full social media mentorship just like you have business mentorships there's lots of business mentorships but there's not very many social media mentorships and the ones that there are i don't see any especially not uh, in the uk or ireland that have results like not very rarely a lot of them are just like uh, paid ads to promote them with no results whereas on the social circle there's countless people that have hit 10k there's probably at least 50 60 fit between 50 and 100 people that have hit like 100k off the back of the course there's people that have hit half a million a million from scratch so it's absolutely um it's mental the results that the people have got but i just took this blueprint started teaching it to other people and then started teaching it to other people on a, on a massive scale yeah, it's fantastic. So I'm obviously a part of the social circle and um, it's made such a difference to my business already. My my Facebook following is now up at 77,000, mm-hmm. um, which is amazing. And because um, you kind of forget sometimes about that people are on Facebook and, you know, it's, and the amount of messages I'm getting from people now. And it, it's really, really great. Um Instagram being a little bit more stubborn to Mm -hmm. to catch up but um the same with everyone but like I always think TikTok's a great platform but it's not that great for uh business Instagram's always going to be superior for business but Facebook is good for business because you've got the messenger and you've got the DMs and things like that and when years ago Facebook done this thing and it was all like we don't want influencers on the app we're going to be become like a friends and family app so all of the influencers uh, content on Facebook stopped getting pushed literally it went down the toilet over that overnight because they own Instagram as well they wanted to get everyone to Instagram but now since Reels have came back I think Facebook has been like no one's really using it for anything so they want to get people back on the app there so since reels have became a thing only in the past few months like originally it was tiktok and then instagram started pushing uh reels and but only in the past sort of few months uh six months i would say facebook is pushing reels now loads of people are blowing up on facebook it's in that growth phase where it's like trying to get <clears throat> it's trying to get loads of people's content pumping out so i i always neglected facebook but in the past like week or something i've went up like sixty thousand followers i've started posting loads on there and i'm actually really enjoying it because um for me it's like a fresh start so everything's relative like i could go up a hundred thousand followers on tiktok and genuinely wouldn't excite me one bit at all like it wouldn't like i wouldn't even be phased by that whereas on facebook none of my videos were taken off i was on like three thousand followers which was just from the start they were all on a thousand views one of my videos cracked like ten thousand views and i picked up like 300 followers and i was buzzing i was like happy fucking days this is class so i was more excited about 300 follower growth on facebook than it would be about a hundred thousand followers on tiktok so it's all relative to the starting point but i am really enjoying facebook just because it's a complete fresh start and seeing it build from from the bottom again I suppose it probably brings you back to the start a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 But it's no, it's brilliant. And with the social circle, what have you got about six hundred members? Yeah, six hundred people in the social circle, so it's mental. Yeah. Um, like probably when I first, when I first, well. yeah, when I first started, um posting on socials i wanted to be a personal trainer and my goal was to have like 30 clients paying me x amount per month i think i worked it out that i would have be making 30 grand a year and i was like i will be fucking buzzing if i'm making 30 grand a year now i've got 600 people in the social circle i've got 600 people in the academy so that's 1200 clients in total like 1200 clients of my own and then obviously i've sold tens of thousands of recipe books uh so it's just mental it's absolutely crazy all of it I must say you're fantastic. I love how much time you give to your clients. 
you know, mm-hmm. all taking the time to come here and talk to me. But second of all, the amount of times that I've messaged you about, you know, different videos or, oh, this isn't working. What should I do? And, you know, that you get back to everyone. So I can only imagine how much time that actually takes from your life if you're messaging everyone from Social Circle and um, your yeah. academy. No, that's what I was saying. I was saying earlier uh, to my CrossFit coach, I was like, it was my birthday uh, two days ago and I was like, oh, birthday, I'll take a bit of downtime. It was so boring. Like, I was actually so bored. Just like, obviously, it was nice to be with the family and that. But after a while, I was like, this is so boring. Like, I don't even like watching TV or anything. So the messages, there would probably be a lot for uh, someone that's not used to it. But like, I will do all of my work while I'm walking. So I'll be out walking my dog, getting steps in and replying to everyone with voice notes so oftentimes you probably when i've replied to you there's like cars and stuff in the background so most of the time i'm walking while i'm working at the same time so see as long as i wake up each day and do the facebook groups and then do my messenger and get out for a walk and make sure i reply to everyone like yes it does take a few hours per day but as long as i keep on top of it on a day-by-day basis it's all good um however if i let it build up say over a weekend it's fucking nuts like it's ludicrous like there's just a never-ending stream uh, of messages especially at the start of the launch but like the like the way i do it is i'll wake up in the morning like uh and i haven't even got it done this morning because it was actually i was personal training i was in person personal training my mom uh this morning and then i was at a crossfit class after um so but usually i will uh, i'll get up i'll do the facebook group um i'll do both facebook groups the social circle facebook group and the academy facebook group and then i will do um messenger so i will go through and reply to people from the academy and messenger people from the social circle and messenger that's all the required uh, like that's the people that i have to reply to within sort of 48 hours but then after that i'll go on to the social circle instagram and there's loads of people that inquire on the instagram page uh, about joining the social circle so then i'll go and i'll reply to all their messages as well so there's always a message to reply to or a facebook post to reply to every single uh, hour of the day do you have anyone to help you at all with messages or with coaching not with not with messages i'm very picky um on the academy like don't get me wrong there's lots of coaches that potentially could come in and help but i'm like what if they didn't notice that that person's calories were too low or what if they give the wrong like a lot of this stuff is quite simple but there's a lot of nuances that you need to understand um the 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 fine thing like there's just there's so much with a group setting like there's so many things that if you don't spot that that's very very bad um so I'm quite picky with it. I like doing everything myself, but I understand that with the app, that's not going to be scalable. I'm going to have to get coaches in. I'm probably going to hire a coach from an ex-academy launch too. I need to bring someone in, but it will just be a case of hire very, very slowly, like meticulous interview and things like that, giving them like, right, go through this Facebook group, reply to all the posts or like mock posts just to purposely put in wee small things where someone's doing something wrong to see if they pick up on it. But at the minute, I do everything myself and especially with the social circle, like there is people that i'll probably look to to bring in people that have achieved the good success within the social circle um to help me with messages and things like that but at the minute the thing that i actually like about my services if you pay me you're getting me it's not like you join the social circle you have the course and then you have some email support it's like every i don't i'm sorry if anyone's ever emailed me i don't even check them but everything's done on uh messenger and i'm usually voice noting you back and it's actually me so that's something that i take uh, great pride in with the academy and the social circle yeah, no, I'm the exact same, like with my own coaching. I'm like, I don't think, you know, getting another coach in, I would prefer to outsource everything else mm-hmm. than the coaching yeah. first, you know, and that would be a really last resort because mm-hmm. I suppose like when you grow a business from nothing, it, it, it's it's you, like it comes from within you, like it's your baby yeah. and uh-huh. you need to get a really, like, really good minder for that baby. Yeah, even things like video editing and stuff, like I like to do that myself because I can take a, a shit video but then edit it well and like cut certain things out and rearrange it and make it a good video. Like see the video I done yesterday, it was like two full days of eating. That video was my uh, apps. That was the worst video I've ever made. It took me like four hours to make because I had to make all the food. And then it just was like, some days you sit in front of the camera and you're just not in a flow state. Nothing was going my way. And I watched the video back and I was like, this is appalling. I can't even post this, but I spent four hours doing it. So I rejigged a few things, took a, a few things out, added bits of text so it was actually more clear. And I was like, right, this is actually a good video. So there's so many nuances even to editing a video. It's not like you can just make a video and then someone will add it and it'll be fine. Like there's nuances to when you zoom in. Like you're like, oh, there's actually a bit of contact. Like for example, <clears throat> 
I was doing the video and it was like the six meals and I was like there's like people are going to be confused I had to put like label this is a bog standard meals this is high volume meals then people know it's two different full days of eating because I forgot to say that so even the video editing process there can be a lot of nuances to making it, it good so I like to do all that myself yeah, fair play to you because that's usually the one thing that everyone hates doing <laughs> um so i just want to talk before we finish up a little bit about your mindset because um you were saying it was your birthday the other day happy birthday um are you 23 23 yeah so you're yeah so you're only 23 years old and you've achieved all of this so mm-hmm. i think that's absolutely fantastic because most 23 year olds are not in the same mindset that you're in so mm-hmm. i was wondering like what is it something that just came naturally to you, this mindset? I heard you talk a little bit about that. You used to be out partying all the time, but like, what is like, do you, does your upbringing have something to play to like a part to play in it? Um, what was the switching point? Do you think? Yeah, like definitely my upbringing, my parents helped me a lot. Um, but I think for me, it was like, I've made so many mistakes and done so much stupid stuff in my life that, uh, sort of, um, made me mature earlier. Like I had to mature earlier. Like I went out partying, drinking all the time, partying three, four day banders and all that. And then I got to a stage where mentally it was just causing me a lot of harm. And I was like, I need to completely flip the switch here. And then I found stuff to do that is actually positive and made me feel good. Maybe like, like, doing stuff in the short term that makes you feel good in the long term whereas my full life I was doing stuff that felt good in the short term but made me feel bad in the long term and then once I get got into a routine of doing stuff in the short term that felt good and feeling better in the long run I almost got addicted to that and with the mindset like I'm very lucky that I enjoy every aspect of my job I enjoy everything that I do from the social media content to editing working with clients I enjoy it and um I'm obsessed with progression in the right direction. I need to be obsessed with something like it used to be obsessed with partying, going out drinking, but now I'm obsessed with growing my business, with growing my social media. This is what I love to do. So I'm just lucky that way that it's it's very much an enjoyment thing. A lot of people have to force themselves to go to work and force themselves to do stuff, go to the gym, etc. Whereas I'm in a privileged position where I just I genuinely enjoy everything that I do, even like sitting on a podcast and talking. Like a lot of people would be a lot of people would be like freaking out about doing a podcast and pre- pre- I didn't even know what you were going to ask me before the podcast because I know I can just talk about literally whatever you ask because I know the stuff inside out. So I'm lucky that I'm in a position where I'm, I'm good at what I do. I really enjoy what I do and I love making progress in the right direction. But I do credit a lot of wh- where I am now to being a complete fucking idiot for a few years of my life and having to make a lot of mistakes and they uh, forced me to mature. And luckily they got me here now. So uh, a lot of people often ask me, do you have regrets about like how much you were partying and that you didn't have any goals? And I'm like, no, not at all because every mistake that i made all of the party and all of the just being a complete stupid person for a few years made me into this person that i am now and actually made me more relatable with my content and things like that i feel like there's a lot of people that um don't start drinking until they're like or later in life and then they're like they've almost got this uh romantic phase with drinking where they're like loving going out drinking partying going to the festivals where i've i've done all that i've done it it's not like something that i want to like keep doing like obviously i'm doing 12 months sober at the minute but i'm not going to commit to staying sober for the rest of my life but i've i've done that I've, I've been through it all i'm not like oh i need to like i i look forward to other things now i don't get, get joy out of just going and partying drinking yeah you're so lucky that you discovered this so young because it's funny like my story would be similar enough in the sense that except I didn't discover any of this until my 30s so I'm 37 now Mm -hmm. so it would have been um probably my early 30s really um I don't drink at all anymore now but I would have like I I had kids quite young like my oldest boy is 13 so I had him when I was 23 so I was your age when I had my first kid and then I had two other kids after that and I was a teacher for 15 years as well Mm -hmm. so I and I just kind of just let life I just kind of let life drag me along and just it's um I was like, this is what I do. That's grand. I go and I work during the week. I look after my kids. And at the weekend, I sit in and I drink a bottle of wine on Friday night and I drink a bottle of wine on the Saturday night and probably anything else that's left in the fridge as well. And it was just this vicious cycle then of feeling shit. And um, it took me years to get out of it. And it wasn't really, it was the same as you. It was lockdown. Um, yeah. When lockdown hit and everything stopped, I was like, what am I doing with my life? Yeah. And I just realized... No. I'm definitely in an extremely fortunate position where I've done all that at a young age and like matured at a young age. And then the luck has to fall on your favor. Like when I first got got into posting content to post on YouTube, my mates like, I'll post on TikTok. I was like, I'm not posting on TikTok. That's like a dancing platform. I was like, no, you need to do it. And then luckily I got into that when it was literally booming at the start and then grew my following. And then I built all my businesses off the fact that I just got into the right thing at the right time. See what I have now. 
firstly, I never expected to have this, but say if you had have told me you can have a hundred thousand followers and you can have a one-on-one or a, a group coaching business that is like fully booked, whatever, but you have to grind every day for 10, 15 years to get there. I would have been, I would have took that in a heartbeat because everything, everyone that I looked up to, that's what they had. But now I've got to a stage that within three years, I have all of that and more. I have the social circle, which is something that I didn't even plan for. It just naturally happened. I'm creating my own app. I'm creating an app that I want to become mainstream. I don't want this to be an app that people go to because they follow Sean Casey. I want this to be an app that people go to because they want to lose weight, just like people go to slimming world or they go to weight watchers or go to all these things that's the vision that i have for the app and um I want to have like 50, 100,000 users on it or maybe even more. I want to help millions of people whereas like I need to start setting bigger goals because what I've achieved in three years and I can say this confidently is just like no one's done what I've done in such a short period of time in terms of social media, in terms of business. No one at 23 has multiple different businesses that are all making multiple six figures. It just doesn't happen. So I'm like, fuck, this has happened very fast. So why don't I set the bar a bit higher? And I definitely do think like this app and making it mainstream is is going to happen. It's just, it's naturally going to happen because as i said what i didn't even think i'd have this ever never mind 10 15 years i've done it in a few years so the next 10 years are i'm excited for them i'm extremely excited for them i was going to ask you what the future looked like for sean casey but i don't need to ask that now Um, and i'm excited to see how far you go and you are speaking at, at the ifs event yeah speaking at ifs so trying to get the reps in in public speaking like i have no issue sitting doing a podcast and uh, even zoom calls with hundreds of people on them but it's a lot different when people are live in the flesh there um so i've done a few of them i've done a speaking event last saturday with patty i'm doing one in leeds this saturday and then doing another one in marbella but it's one of them cases where i'll speak very confidently on a podcast or something like that but in, uh, in a live speaking event like i'd like to think that i'm good but i know that i need to get better and the only way to get better is by consistently doing them and building up so i'm looking forward to continuing to do more of them because that's something that i need to start from scratch with um and it's one of them things that like if you want to be super successful public speaking and that is all part and parcel with it so i'm looking forward to to getting better at that yeah best to look with it i've no doubt anyway you'd be brilliant and that's it it just it is practice um, Mm and practice makes perfect but okay last question before we finish up um what does the word health mean to you the word health the word the word health is multi-dimensional it's not just physical it's mental it's how you feel on a day-to-day basis i think a lot of people think about health and fitness and they think about it as like a lot of time fitness in particular or at least health magazines is just how you look having a six-pack whereas to me health is about yes how you look but how you feel how you move on a daily basis health is mental as well how, how do you actually how are you getting on with like everything with with your stress with your family life so health and this is something that i work with on my clients is it's your physical health it's your mental health it's a holistic thing it's your day-to-day life your quality of day-to-day life on all levels so it's something that i i work on closely with myself and with my clients it's trying to feel not just look good but trying to feel good and make sure that i'm working on my, my mental health too yeah brilliant where can people find you so i know you'll probably pop up on their news feeds but if someone wants they could probably just google you but where where's the best place to find you yeah just probably instagram skc fitness um the sean casey fitness podcast if you want to go more in depth with my content and hear me on more long form like this which i'm a massive fan of in, in a world of predominantly short form content but yeah instagram and podcast would be the, the two main places brilliant thank you so much for coming on today and having a chat with me Kate, thanks for having me thanks okay i hope you enjoyed that episode so Before we finish up, I just want to talk to you a little bit about the Nourish, Move and Shine program. So my Nourish, Move and Shine program, if you haven't already heard, is a group coaching. It's specifically designed for busy ladies, busy mums, busy professionals, a mix of both. So I am a busy mum myself. I have three kids. I am a busy working mum. So on top of three kids, I um, have a job and I'm trying to build business so I know what busy looks like and I know how difficult it can be to find time for you I know these challenges that you face and this is what the program is all about it's about discovering how to make space for yourself how to give yourself some of the focus that you need to make in order to be able to put the time into your job into your business into your children to be able to give other people the best of you you need to put some time into you and that's what it's all about and it is suitable for anyone who wants to make healthy changes in their lives so if you're a complete beginner 
this is for you. If you're someone who has training experience, has experience um, with nutrition, uh, fitness, anything like that, it is suitable for you also, anyone looking for a reset. Um, the great thing about Nourish Movement Shine, it's totally adaptable to your own lifestyle. So it meets you where you're at and we take baby steps moving towards our goals. Once you know what your goal is, you will be able to take the necessary steps to reach it in a slow kind of progressive manner so that it's sustainable. And uh, it's not a restrictive diet. So nothing is off limits. It is not restrictive. It'll give you the structure that you need and the balance that you need to live a healthy lifestyle, but also enjoy the things that you enjoy while also reaching your goals. Uh, it's about making small changes gradually and building the foundations for lasting change. So what is included? Personalized calories and portions. So even though this is group coaching, you'll be filling out a detailed application form and you will be given a calorie total to stick to or portion sizes, which are measured by hand and to stick to for your own goals and your own um, details. So if you're not ready to count calories, that is also okay. There are other ways around it. So this is very much, we'll figure out what's best for you. And that's the approach you're going to follow in relation to portion control. Then there are food lists. Food lists are not that you have to eat from this, these food lists all the time, but it gives you a, an extensive list of proteins, carbohydrates, healthy fats, um, things that you should try and base most of your meals around. So healthy whole foods, um, and then some minimally processed foods, um, to kind of supplement that and then being able to add in things that you also enjoy in on top of that as well. So it's about layering your um, meals with and optimizing them to make it easier to stick to a calorie deficit in order to lose weight. So that is what the food lists are really for. So they're not restrictive and they're not, you have to stick to these all the time kind of thing. Um, we have step goals. So it, it, you will be required to get moving in some sense. There are workouts. So there are four workout programs included in the Nourish, Move and Shine program. There are the at-home hit workouts, which are the press, play and do with me one. So you'll have a link and you just press play and I'll be doing the workout with you. And they are kind of 25 minute workouts and they're done to a timer and they are they are strength based, but they are kind of, you know, 40 seconds work, 20 seconds rest. So, you know, you, you're still going to work up a bit of a sweat while doing it. And um, then the other three workout programs are done on my PT Hub app. So there is a dumbbell workout. So the dumbbell workout can be done at home or it can be done in the gym. And that's a full body workout. Then you have the three day full body gym program. So you'll need a gym for that because it'd be barbells and machines and stuff used in that. And then there's a four day upper lower split gym program as well so there's something there for everyone to choose and if you're not sure what to choose then I will be there to help you just tell to discuss with you what would be best for you to work with and um, some people when they do the program they don't do the workouts at all they either are a member of a classes gym and they like to do their own classes or they have their own sports and that's totally fine and focusing on nutrition and all the other habits is plenty other people aren't ready for workouts yet and this is a huge change even focusing in on their diet and you know getting moving a little bit more with their steps and that's enough and that's totally fine as well so the workouts aren't compulsory and it very much depends on your situation which we'll discuss after you sign up and um, we a big difference with this program to a lot of other programs is the emphasis that I put on mindset work because in my opinion mindset is the most important thing here when we're making la long lasting life changes and it's the one thing that holds a lot of people back so we do a lot of work there's journaling there's you know reading there's really kind of thinking and setting goals and figuring out why you're doing this there's lots of different mindset and pieces throughout it which is which I promise you if done will be life-changing for you and will change your mindset towards your goals towards yourself towards food towards you know your body image everything and um, if you're willing to kind of dive headfirst into the work on that so as well as that, like I mentioned before, you'll have the PT Hub app. So you have app access where you'll be able to track your photos, your measurements, um, your check-in forms will be done through there and you can access your workouts through the app as well. We are, you will also be part of a WhatsApp group, which is a fantastic community where you will have the support of others and other people's ideas. But it's also not an overly busy WhatsApp group in the sense that most people are really busy like you and 
it's not going to wreck your head but it is a really useful resource and you can put your ideas there you can put any complaints that you're like oh this is so hard I'm having a really bad day and then someone else will be like me too and someone else might have a good idea then of what you can do to make it better and it's it's a really really supportive community to be a part of and it makes all the difference Um, as well as that then you'll have one-to-one support as in you'll have my phone number you'll be able to text me whenever you need to if there's something you don't want to put in the group and um, you'll receive a weekly email from me with it we'll have a different point of focus each week to the program and then what you'll get is you'll be assigned a weekly check-in form which you get filled out by a Sunday I sign it on a Friday you have until Sunday evening to get it filled out and then on Monday I get back to every single one of you individually through WhatsApp you'll get a voice note from me after I've read your check-in form and um, giving you whatever advice answering any questions that you have and kind of getting you set up for that week ahead so it really is like one-to-one coaching you're getting that you're getting that much focus and direction but it's in a group setting so you're kind of getting the best of both worlds you're getting the motivation and the atmosphere of a group coaching and then the one-to-one side you're getting what you need personalized for you as well so I've if in my own opinion it is a fantastic balance of both we do fun challenges we do step challenges two separate weeks throughout the eight weeks and um that's always a good bit of crack as well and it's always just a bit of clean fun and nothing too competitive and we take measurements and progress photos that like if people want to take their weight that's totally fine but I will I'm a big insister that as well as that we need the body measurements we need the progress photos and we don't do them every week no one has time for that and I think it's just more important to focus on how we feel through most of the program we do it every four weeks so we do measurements and progress before we start we do it after week four and we do it at the get again after the eight weeks and I just think it's really important to note that it's, it's not just a diet it's a lifestyle it's a community I have some women who have done eight weeks after eight weeks for a year a year and a half and they just love being part of this community and they're continuing to to reach their goals and it doesn't matter whether you you feel you've got you know 10 pounds to lose or whether you've got five stone to lose just this will just help open up this path for you and taking the time limit off it after the eight weeks you'll have everything you need to continue on your own health and fitness and weight loss journey or whatever your goals are you will have the tools to do that alone and then if you choose that you want to stay part of this community it's something that you don't have to leave that you can stay you can do program after program if you want to and it's totally up to you but I promise you one thing your goals will be reached if you commit to yourself and your journey will turn into so much more than just a weight loss journey so if you're interested my here are the dates for the next for the rest of the year so there will only be three more nourish move and shine programs in 2023 so if you're back listening on on a later year i'm sure i'll have done a more updated one in more recent episodes but as of now i'm recording this in june 2023 the next um, nourish move and shine program is the 10th of july after the 10th of july it'll be the 18th of september after the 18th of september it'll be the 23rd of october and that will be the last one for 2023 and the spaces will be limited because I don't have any other coaches on board. It is just me. So it is me that you're getting. And I want to keep the quality of the coaching high. So with that in mind, don't delay. If you are interested in signing up, give me an email or a message so you can catch me on my social media at Kate Hamilton Health on TikTok, Instagram, Facebook. Um, you'll find me there and you can DM me or you can send me an email, katehamiltonhealth at gmail.com. Um, you can check out my website, katehamiltonhealth.com, and all the details are up there anyway, and you can kind of click a contact me one and get a little bit more info. But um, do sign up if it's something you want to do um, to the nearest one. Don't put it off. And I look forward to seeing you then. 